Freedom is not a gift from government. Freedom is a gift from God. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you indeed. I'm super excited on this Friday Eve. I'm always excited every time that I get to come in the studio, whatever day of the week it is, and share this time with y'all out there. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Particularly come to OurFreeNation.org. Sign up and join to be a part of the true alternative. Actually, um, I don't. I don't even like to use the word alternative to big tech because, quite frankly, I don't think the, I don't think we have a choice really of staying on big tech. I've got a couple of stories to share with you tonight that just goes to show the depth of how, of the collusion between big tech and big government to uh, destroy anybody that decides that they that they care about freedom, that they care about uh, keeping the United States of America, the United States of America. So go to ourfreenation.org. Uh, freedom isn't free. It's going to cost you a whole whopping ninety nine cents a month. What? To join the the most private, secure site where you can socialize, organize, and mobilize. And it even includes encrypted email. Um, lots of topics to get into tonight. So I reached out to my buddy Brian Maloney of Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America because he's kind of... He's like Ed Martin of the Pro America Report. I can put him through a round robin. No matter what topic I throw at him, he can, he's, he's on top of it. And it could be because he's did radio for 30 years and has been in politics and, and really it is always stays on top of everything happening. And we got a lot to get into tonight. Uh, are we finally going to have a Democrat face consequences for his actions? Will Governor Groper finally be impeached? Um, and here's a story nobody's talking about today I wanted to talk about tonight. How do you solve a problem like Kamala if you're the Biden administration and you're the Democrat Party and you know that you've got uh, the uh, the person who was installed in, in the, into the Oval Office like like software uh, is is hanging by a, a, a brain stem. His brain stem is hanging by a thread, and the person you selected to take over is is even more of a disaster. How do you solve? There was actually a meeting about this, and so we're going to talk about that and more. Hey, we'd love to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. The pressure is on to get jabbed. And if you're out there and you are, had, if you're one of those people, I especially want to hear from people tonight. It, it, how many? I don't even know how many are out there who said, initially, ain't no way I'm going to get jabbed, and now that the pressure's on, you're thinking you might just go ahead and comply. 888-344-1170. Got to bring in my man, my partner in crime, every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Yep, I would love to hear from those people and know what that uh, what that logic is. Yeah, because when when we have more and more reports come out that, as we've talked about many times on the show, 
we know that some of the most censored, deplatformed people were the what? How many? How many doctors and scientists signed something called the Barrington Declaration, which said that these that uh, the numbers that were given to you, the numbers related to uh, COVID uh, contagion, um, virility, uh, mortality, uh, anything related to mask efficacy. Every, basically, these the, there's a whole. I think it's upwards of thirty thousand scientists that have signed on to this Barrington Declaration that says basically everything that you've been told around the world about COVID has been a lie. And they had to deplatform platform them and they had to censor them um, because, you know, there's because you can't let people know the truth about these jabs. Right. Um, so I'm wondering how many people out there, you know, are wavering at this point, because basically the pressure is on that if you want to have any kind of normalcy in your life, you're going to have to do it. And if not, you're going to be punished. And here's the breaking news story today that involves big tech and the use of big tech to destroy you if you don't comply on this, particularly when it comes to, to the two, th- two areas, really, vax and elections, is that the White House today admitted that they are working with big tech and employers, and they're going to be coming up with a, a, a an expanded digital vax we've, uh, passport. We've known that they were in the works on coming up with different apps. Um, New York had actually, uh, back months ago, had had actually come up with a local app that was kind of a disaster in, in terms of tracking vaxes. But what they're going to be doing in this realm is a little bit different. We all know, I don't know too many Americans at this point that don't know that the reason why it's free to be on Facebook is because they're selling your data, right? And most people think it's just in the form of, um, like somebody I know, a family member of mine had a f- conversation and then immediately ads popped up on Facebook around uh, dental equipment because they were talking about going to the dentist. And people are like, you know, that's not any big deal, right? Okay, they're using my, you know, the other yeah, spying on me, but it's really just about trying to sell me, you know, some, you know, pair of jeans, right? Now what the plan is, is to track you, track your movements, track your conversations, track where you're going and products and services in order to force you to try to use that information against you in order to try to force you to be jabbed. And then if not, here is where what I've been warning about for a while is about to take place and that you will have a social score that will be punishing you on the basis of your anti-vax decision. They're going to be, and one of the things that they're going to be doing is, you know how you're going to have a conversation or say something about, I'm going to go to the dentist and then, you know, an ad pops up. Now they're going to be hearing anything you're saying about vaxes and they're going to be coming at you with messaging that has to do with vaxes. But that in and of itself wouldn't be the worst part. Think about how, remember how I told you I had a friend of mine here in San Diego who tested positive and was told by the doctor, I can't prescribe anything right, to you. Right, I remember that. Into, yeah, until you have a conversation with the CDC. This is about the government now prying into every, so much for your privacy between you and your doctor, right? You think if you, you can't even have a private conversation with your doctor and discuss medication for an illness and you don't think you're being spied on and related to, to COVID right now, they're going to be, they're spying on you right now, your conversations, your emails, anything that has to do with, uh, with any big tech platforms, your emails, and they're going to be using, if you're an anti-vaxxer in any way, they're going to be using it against you. Ultimately, you will you and the reason why that's why the White House was talking today about working with employers and working with businesses, because they're basically going to be reporting back. They're going to be rewarding businesses and employers. 
who deny the unvaccinated, the unjabbed, a job or entry into a business. And then they're going to be punishing you and you're going to be rated, not just on whether or not you've gotten the jab and they know whether or not you did, but what you're saying about it, how you're you're moving around without it, etc. How anti-American pro-communistic is that at the end of the day? We're, that's China. That's China. Google it. Where, you know, this is one of the reasons why immediately, you know, you had you had you had uh, stores and retail outlets claiming that there was some kind of shortage on coins and to try to move you into cashless because it's all about tracking your movements and rewarding you if track with cash. Right. Yeah. And rewarding you. Well, it's, it's to move everybody into a digital footprint. And with you being on a digital footprint, that's that's a part of big tech. They're going to be able to track every bit of your movements, every bit of your conversations, and either reward you or punish you for it. That is that is 1984 on steroids. And you Google you Google what's going on in China with the social credit score. You see videos of people they go up to uh, to um, uh, what's a machine called with that dispenses candy and stuff. Um, um, starts with a vending C. machine. A vending machine. And or you go to the grocery store and you go to check out and whether or not you're allowed to access your own money will be dependent on whether or not you're in good standing with the government. That is where we are in this country. So, OK. And my next question to you is, uh, where do we go from here? How do we push back? One of the well, you got to push back in a variety of ways. First of all, you're harming yourself every moment that you're on any platform that has anything to do with big tech. That's why I decided to, you know, support ourfreenation.org because I've been talking about this for a long time and I've been researching it and researching what's going on. And that's why I was so angry about Jason Miller lying to people that it trumps new social media platform and it's an alternative to big tech when he's literally on Amazon servers and literally within an hour because the the, the security was so porous that 90,000 people's identities were stolen right so first that's first things first and and think don't think that because you're not posting anything political on there or even saying anything political that you're that it's still not being used against you in regards to your social credit score because if you say anything positive about a company that's not in line with what the left wants um, that's used against you but beyond that then so we need to go on to get off big tech and 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 support uh, social media platforms like ourfreenation.org that allow you to uh, socialize, mobilize, and, and, and organize. And we need to organize and we need to get active. There was some activity going on in Florida. Uh, there, I, I want to tell you about. <clears throat> there was, and I, I'm, not, I'm not really on top of what really, you know, Florida politics. I don't know who these, who these, um, there's a couple people running for office down in Florida and they decided to push back against this one county because even though Governor DeSantis is is about freedom and liberty, um, there was a, there was um, an Orange County mayor Jerry Demings announced that he would be requiring all Orange County employees to receive uh, the jab, and so 200 residents decided to march on the on the the county building, and it included a couple of congressional can, uh, candidates, uh, William Montag and Jeremy Liggett, who are part of the local America First groups, right. Um, so what ended up happening was um, the local media started portraying them as, wait for it, insurrectionist. And local county people started working with the media and working with Antifa to target them on social media and to dox them and to terrorize them. 
So the group that the Republican Party, Antifa and BLM, that the Republican Party was too scared to identify as domestic terrorist, are now allowed to terrorize people who were peacefully protesting in a rally and to allow those domestic terrorist Antifa to terrorize American citizens exercising their First Amendment rights. This is where we're at in this country. And this is just another example of why we've got to get off of big tech. And at the same time, we need to continue. We need to be out there in uh, in mass taken to the streets. There should be more. There should be more than 200 people on the streets in, in Florida. Where are the people on the streets in in, uh, in San Diego County and across this country? We're here where I'm hearing that L.A. is about to do this same thing as New York City, where you can't go inside any business or any restaurant without showing proof of 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 the jab. And there's no mass protests. There's probably more people on this football in, in this football stadium on this NFL. I didn't. I'm so out, outside of not watching the NFL anymore. I did. I'm I'm shocked to see that there's a game going on. But I'm seeing the stadium filled. Whether this is in uh, in uh, the Steelers or in Dallas, and yet we don't have Americans fighting for freedom. And it's got it. It's, it has to be in numbers. If it's not in numbers, it's not going to matter. No, it's not. It can't be dribs and drabs. This is not going to be solved with a couple of hundred people down in Florida. And it, it has it has to take. We have seventy five million people voted for Trump. Seventy five million of us need to be in the streets, and we need to, we need to start figuring out. And and big tech isn't going to allow us to organize anything like that. And quite frankly, Trump hasn't been calling for that either. Well, and it's not just about social media. Ask why your email is free. Right. I'm just saying in terms of organizing and getting active, we got to get off the big tech platforms, but then we got to organize and mobilize and get active and activate. Days of I will let my voice be heard at the ballot box. I mean, that's nice, but that's not enough. And that time has passed. Right. And yammering and complaining all day about Facebook or using or using the fact that you've been fact checked or you've been been put in Facebook jail for 30 days as some badge of honor as a conservative. That's old. That was five years ago. Okay, that was 10 years ago. Quite frankly, when that started, we should have all got off Facebook then. We have so much money. $200 $200 million or more was sent to Ronna McDaniel to fight election fraud and none of it was spent. That could have built how many free from big tech social media platforms? How many rallies could that fund to have to have 75 million people in the streets? We're being incredibly stupid with the power that we have, wasting it, wasting our money. Putting it in the wrong places, which involves uh, the National Republican Party and Ronna McDaniel. And quite frankly, you know, I, Trump is being uh, uh, too silent for me on these issues. Got to oh, take a he, break. He should be the one that should be speaking out each and every day right, right now. Right, right. And not just against um, the infrastructure, not just against taxes. He needs to be coming out against the use of, even if he does, even if he wants to stand by what's what's being called vaccinations he could still push back against how these are being forced on the american people and i have not heard a word we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to bring in brian maloney and get his perspective on this and more stay tuned be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e news politics and current events it's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before we bring in my buddy Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings and Red Wave America, we're going to quickly go to the phones because Kathleen wants to weigh in on what I was saying at the open of the show about how we need to get active, and that means beyond just uh, yammering and complaining. Hi, Kathleen. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hi. I love your show, by the way. Um, 
I just had a couple comments when you said, well, where is everybody and how come they're not protesting? Well, uh, I don't think I'm the only one that stopped. Well, I don't have TV anymore. I have Netflix. That's it. And I don't know what's on TV unless I go into the gym and they have a couple of TVs on. So I don't watch news anymore. I only hear what's on the radio. I'm not on Facebook and I'm not on Instagram anymore. It's a big time eater. I'm not happily retired or collecting disabilities, so I can't stand, uh, I have no time to be on there. You know, um, it's not a nice thing, but pissing into the wind, you know, into your own little shadow band choir complaining that Trump's not president. I, I wish he was. Uh, I don't know what to do. I'm, I, you know, I've got to get on with my own life, and I, I don't see it getting better, and I'm not going to vaccine. I don't care what they, what they say. I'm not going to because they're not going to take care of me if something bad happens to me, and we don't know what's in it. I, I know a lot of people were so blind, and I loved President Trump, but I'm also a registered nurse, and I'm smart enough to know that he's a man that's a businessman, and he's not a doctor, and I, I, the doctors are now medical whores, and yes. they've been hoodwinked. By the government. You know, I had a big fight with a young millennial doctor and I said, I'm embarrassed to even say that I'm an RN. I said, it's a shame. I'm actually ashamed. And there are a lot of us, but we're being silenced and hydroxychloroquine's been hidden. Now people like myself with arthritis can't even get it when we want it. It's being ostracized. I got into several fights with doctors. I'm like, I have Davis drug guys. That's what we all do, doctors and nurses. I'm like, show me. This is a 50-year-old drug if there had been anything to do with a heart complication, it would have mm-hmm. been in the side effects and complications. I said, which, by the way, we use millions of drugs that have a could cause a heart arrhythmia. And we hand them out like M&M's every day on a prescription pad. Right. Hey, excuse no me. for Right. I, I got to interject no, here no, a couple no. of things. You're absolutely right. Um, I, it, you know, there was a time when, when uh, drug manufacturers didn't run ads on TV. And then when they decided to allow them to run ads, I mean, the list of side effects sometimes are like so, you almost have to laugh. I remember the first time I was treated for, I have, I have, I don't have great lungs. I have a history of really bad upper respiratory infections. And I remember I was getting close to being hospitalized when z first hit the streets, which is a treatment for coronavirus you're not allowed to get right now. And I can remember uh, uh, opening up. I was 20 years old, I think, 21. And I can remember the the accordion of, you know, eight inch long or a foot long of side effects and, and one of which was psychosis. And I asked my doctor, I'm like, are you really suggesting I take this medication as a pot? I'm crazy enough as it is, doc, that I got to take something. And he's like, you know, come on, there's a there's a risk, you know, of course, but you want to get well, right? So, I mean, the, the, the point is, is that and nobody's ever died from taking a Z-Pack, right? Nobody's no, ever. Yeah, so, no. the, yeah. Meanwhile, here's these so-called vaccinations and they're not running ads informing anybody what the potential side effects are, which is, you know, blood clots, death, you know, infertility, which is happening on mass. Right. Um, I have family that are nurse. And I want to tell you this um, before I let you go. He posted not going to give his name. A meme today. He's married to another nurse and both worked COVID wards in 2020. And here was the meme he posted today. A year ago, masks were called, uh, nurses were called heroes. Today, many are being fired for making a personal health choice. I stand for freedom, not force. Stop the mandate. Nurses who were considered heroes last year are now being treated treated like disposable used tissues and tossed aside or treated like they're evil. You know, they were treating COVID patients and yet they don't have the right to decide whether or not they get jabbed. That's insane. Absolutely. It, 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 which tells you there's something sinister. And if I could just very quickly say, people that had COVID, 
please, I'm just, please, from my own perspective, never take the vaccine because you have lifelong immunity from, from your spleen, which make your T cells and B cells, and that's your immunity. It will never go away, just like you will never re-get the measles, ever. Mm-hmm. That's why. If your titer is low, and not many doctors are even intelligent enough to say, let's take a titer to see if you even developed antibodies. If your titer is low, Fauci kind of did a false one on TV about that, that it could go away. No, it doesn't. If your titer is low, that means congratulations, you've been around no one with COVID, because it's like your army. So if you're around people with COVID, your titer will be higher if they if they track you and do these blood tests, because that would mean that your little army of your cells are going to come out and protect you. So the titer would be higher. Your body will make those antibodies, just like you make red mm-hmm. blood cells. It will make them and they will go up and down and ebb and flow as needed. It doesn't go away, but you will screw up your immune system. I promise you, your immune system will be Never normal again, not just that spike protein in the RNA cell, which sounds so creepy, but it will actually ruin you because now you have this sci-fi supposed COVID. It is not the same recipe or formula that your immune system read. So it's going to be constantly at war. Yeah, it's yeah, it's creating it. Yeah, it's it's creating autoimmune disorders. And um, (laughs) and because when you're injecting and I as a layman, this is the way I explained it to somebody as was explained to me by a doctor. When you are forcing somebody's body, and this is some, this, and it's even worse if you've had COVID, but just somebody who hasn't had it. When you are forcing somebody's body to create a spike protein, you, then, then your body is going to be working overtime. At, and there's no off switch on that. So you're injected mm-hmm. to, with no off switch on your body to be constantly making spike protein for the rest of your life. So your body's going to be kind of be fighting off that live spike protein for the rest of your life and not and leave you unable to fight off any other disease that you come across. And so you're effectively disabled from an autoimmune standpoint. Kathleen, I got to leave it there. Thank you so much for calling in. And oh, you're welcome. thank you. I'm going to quickly go to um uh, Brian Maloney, who's been waiting patiently to see if there's anything that he wants to um, weigh in on that topic before we take a break and then pick up something else. Hey, dear. Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, I, I just, it's funny. I just went in for my annual physical today. Um, my doctor, you know, I was just asking him about all this. And, I, you know, I just told him, I said, I don't know who to believe a lot of the time. I don't know what to think. Um, I just wish that medicine would take priority over politics. And uh, I think that's what has become such a sad state of affairs here. So, um, but I mean, I think everything she had to say, I mean, there's no way I could, your caller there, there's no way I could say that I know more than her. That's for sure. I'm a patient, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at everything the same way you and anyone else is. And we're just less scratching our heads. Right. I mean, right. Well, when I've got family that, that are nurses working a COVID ward for a year who coming out and saying, you should have a right who we're supposed to listen to the scientists, right? We're supposed to listen to the experts yet. We're not supposed to be listening to nurses who worked a COVID ward. They change their minds every 10 minutes, you know? Uh, and then we find out that the people who, who had the vaccine are the ones spreading it. Um, you know, and, and we're left just mind boggled every single day by headlines that make no sense. And then they turn around and say, we need the vaccination. I mean, what, what am I supposed to do? Well, here's what you're supposed uh, to do. And then, and Brian, hopefully you can hold over, right, so we can get into some sure, other topics yeah, yeah. like um, like they're trying to figure out the problem, what to do with the problem called Kamala and, and Cuomo. Here's here's what I, I believe in life. Um, uh, you know, uh, the 
the most likely story is true, right? Or in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. When you are constantly confused because somebody's fl- flipping the story back and forth, it, let's let's look at it this way: if you are a if you are a, a homicide detective, and you've got a person of interest who's constantly changing their stories, what do you think? You think they're exactly. you think they're right? You think that they're lying, right? And they're making up crap well, to try to cover up their tracks. Yeah, credibility vanishes, and I think that's the problem because the White House has lost all credibility on this issue because they have not projected a consistent message. I don't care whether you're on the left, right, center, what party you belong to, if you're hearing a message that changes by the hour or certainly by the day. Uh, you know, you're going to listen to them less. You're and being lied to. People are, right. If yeah, that, you, people are tuning them out. Yeah, that's you know, right. People are tuning out the White House because it doesn't appear to be run by anyone worth listening to. Well, that also includes it filters down to governors. It filters down to county supervisors. It filters down to mayors and yeah. others and the CDC. Um, we all we all learned as kids, right? We should have that. Don't be careful about telling a lie, because what's typically ends up happening is you got to tell more, more, more lies. And it's tough to keep them straight. And then the lies start to contradict each other. And that's where we're at. There's no need for anybody to be confused. You're being lied to bring your own common sense to the equation. We're going to take a break. Brian's going to stick around. Because I I, want to also pick Brian's brain on election fraud, because I think the Delta variance and all this is just a perfect uh, shiny object to detract people from the election fraud revelations that are coming out. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, I get that we need to be talking about and rallying against and organizing against uh, these continued mandates and shutdowns that have, that have never been about anything but a Marxist takeover of this country. But we cannot disconnect that from and stop talking about the election fraud that took place is in, in the process of taking place again. Right. And they know that it was a, a stolen. Otherwise, why would Fox News refuse to air it at a commercial from Mike Lindell with his cyber symposium? Staying over the break with me is Brian Maloney, who knows well about what's gone on across this country in election fraud. And he's been fighting to 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 for this country. Uh, for a long time now with Stop the Scalpings, Media Equalizer, and Red Wave America. So, Brian, um, it's like conservatives need to, we, we ought to be able to keep both eyes on both balls because these are the two, they, they are completely connected, are they not? Well, you know, I like what you just said there because I've been actually pretty frustrated about this lately. We don't have a strategy as conservatives. What we have instead right now are people who are individually on social media blasting out this or blasting out that, and nobody's working together. Um, you know, we should really have the same sheet music to uh, play from. Mm-hmm. And, and I absolutely agree with you that when something is in the news and it suddenly takes over, what is it distracting us from? For instance, Cuomo all of a sudden back in the news. Well, mm-hmm. what are they hiding? Well, well, what happened to Arizona's audit? Oh, but buried underneath Cuomo, who then turns around and doesn't resist. Him. Now, I mean, that's that's the thing that kills me about this. So then Cuomo doesn't resign. But in the meanwhile, it sucked all the air out of the news cycle. 
Um, I think I think we ought to also be very, very closely watching all of the tricks and the games that will be played between now and the middle of September on the California recall mm-hmm. election. Because to me, I think you're going to see the Democrats pull every trick they have in their bag. Um, and, and I don't know, because the GOP nationally doesn't seem to be doing anything. They're not lifting a finger not a thing. to recall Gavin Newsom. No, They're not I, no. lifting a finger. No, uh, Ronna McDaniel, I, I, she may still be on that same island somewhere off the coast of Georgia that where she was at uh, during the during the Senate r- runoff elections after she took hundreds of millions, millions of dollars in to fight the election. You know, the fact that she the and fact they didn't that didn't spend a dime didn't on, spend a dime election integrity. Well, I think no. they spent like four thousand with, you know, I don't know if it was Pillsbury Madison or some, you know, Paul Hastings, who uh, who quit, you know, who I mean, quit after they who quit after, you know, even being paid the only money that was paid out was to a law firm that quit. And yet people still give money to the Republican people still believing in the Republican Party that we need to go local and we need to get active. Right. And but you're right. We need to be on the same. Stop being, you know, chasing squirrels you know and we ought to be able to walk and chew gum and be able to see what's going on here you know this is a conversation i had with somebody today who's very active in um you know the anti-mask and anti you know part of the reopen movement it's like you you can't you can't be talking about reopening without seeing and I asked about, what, well, where are you at with the elections, right? And, and the, well, I'm working on the recall election because I was like, where are you at with the election fraud? Oh, I'm working on the recall election. Well, then to me, they're all they're tied together. How can you care? You can't really be uh, be a part of a, an effective movement about reopening if you're if you're not also taking part in an effort to stop election fraud that's about to be forced on us again through mail in ballots over what the Delta variant. And now we're hearing the, the Lambda variant. How is it the conservatives? Right. How is it that there's some of some of our greatest activists are not able to see, see the connection? Well, yeah. And, you know, some of what you're saying there to me, I think we're picking up in a lot of cases, new activists, people who are not political activists before Mm. who mean very well, but do not have a history of understanding how to tie all this together and want to get rid of Gavin Newsom, but maybe haven't been through past election cycles and haven't experienced the pain of having this stolen right out from under you by corrupt right. uh, bureaucrats in, in you know county election uh, departments. So I think there's a lot a lot of that going. So maybe we'll have a little patience with some people That's on the true. one hand, right? But on the other, we've got to have national conservative leadership that we do not have right now. What where's we Trump? Have are people? Excuse me well, for interrupting. Where, where's Trump? Well, no, that's a great. That's a great. Well, he, he was in uh, New York today. I, I, yeah, no, I don't. I, I, you know, there's some. I don't know that he's quiet on some things. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what to make of it. I think we're in very strange times politically, and it's getting harder and harder to know who has their backs. And I'm not. I'm not saying he doesn't, but it is interesting when some subjects are not brought up. Um, you know, to me, if, if there was ever another Trump term, to me, there has to be some changes. And the first one has to be, and this is a little bit of a tangent, so forgive me, but I don't want uh, Jared and Ivanka in there again, because what they do is they water him down. They're mm-hmm. constantly told, don't do this, don't do that, don't get involved in this, don't get involved in that. And then when the election fraud was going on, Ivanka went stone cold silent. 
uh, completely silent. And we knew Jared was never on our side from day one. I mean, he was completely in there. He was a, he's always been a liberal Democrat his whole life. And I would tell people this and they'd say, oh, no, 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 he's, he's doing great things for Trump. And I'd say, really? no. uh, I, don't, I don't see that. I see the opposite. I see that, you know. So to me, any, any kind of movement toward going that way again, and I still don't even know if Trump will run again, honestly. I don't know. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Uh, maybe he, he continues as a movement leader or something like that. But when we have key issues like this going on, uh, like recalls and audits and fraud and everything else, who's standing up and being a leader and who, who isn't, uh, and who's just trying to get more social media followers or whatever, or, or feed their ego or their narcissism on Twitter or whatever, um, and who's actually doing something for the cause. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I watch for that every day and I see some people on there and I just shake my head because what I know is when we were successful in the past, uh, it was not based around Twitter narcissism. It was based around people working together, raising money uh, and getting things done. What got Gray Davis recalled? You know, what got, what got him? There was so much energy behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, And, you know, even if you did end up with Arnold, which was not the original plan, of course, um, the bottom line is Gray Davis was recalled. If Gavin Newsom survives next month, he will be strengthened as a political force, sadly. Yes. Yes. Um, And right now he's trying to portray this as a right wing this and right wing that right wing plot. And he's he's coming out with his strategy on this, whether it works or not. I mean, you know, you've got Oroville no longer generating uh, hydroelectric power as of today. You know, I mean, the similar circumstances to what got Gray Davis recalled, which is, as you remember, power blackouts at the time. Uh, and driver's summer. licenses. The same. Right. And driver's licenses yeah. for illegals. I want to pick up real quick on what you were talking about with uh, with um, Jared. Uh, Emma Robinson tweeted out Bill Barr got a book deal. Vinman got a book deal. Comey got a book deal. McCabe got a book deal. Strzok got a book deal. Yovanovitch got a book deal. Fiona Hill got a book deal. Jared Kushner got a book deal. Right, right. That tells you every yeah. So you know, I think Trump. I think Trump is is considering running in twenty twenty four, and that's why he went to CPAC in Dallas. And I think that's. I think he is continuing to take advice from the wrong people, from the Kevin McCarthy's. And the rhino establishment and because I think that I think that they're playing a game on him that if he stays quiet on election fraud, that if he just claims credit for these vaccines and continues to support, you know, and stays quiet on mandates on that, that they're going to support that that it will work and they will support him in 2024. And I think that that he wants to believe that and and is not bringing his common sense to the equation. Well, and, they will turn around and burn him. They will burn yes. him. They, it's a trick. They will yes. not support him. No. They will turn around and pull the rug out from under that. It is a, it's just to keep him quiet now. Yeah, but not only that, Brian, before I have to let you go, we will be toast by then. 
Because by then, and this is what they know, by then, H.R. 1 will, at least in some form, centralized, federalized control of our elections will be in place at some point between, you know, between now and and, and then. And we will all be under communist rule, being forced to be jabbed, having our data, you know, used against us. And we'll all be subject to social credit scores and in a cashless society and all having to be on, on a digital footprint with every aspect of our lives controlled by the government. It will be too late. Trump has an opportunity now to speak up against the tyranny that's going on. 75, if not 80 million people voted for him, and he's, his, his silence is compliance, and he needs to wake up and, and start mouthing off. Final thought, 30 well, seconds. No, that's, that's a great thought, but what we have to do is we have to work to get rid True. of what's at the, the rot at the top of the mm. RNC, the rot at the top of the Republican True. Party at the national level. True. Until we can do something about that, that's where our hope lies. We've got to get rid of them. Well, and I think the, I think the way to do that is at the local level. Hat tip to Larry Elder for running for governor. That's somewhat local compared to you know Congress and and um, you know and and president. Um, but also running for school board. You got to get active in running for sheriff. You know, running for city council. Going and even if you're not going to run for office, start getting into the streets, rallying, organizing people together. Show up at school board meetings. Show up at city council meetings and get in their face. Right. And use your and use the power and use the power of your pocketbook. Any conservative or MAGA who gives a dime to the Republican National Committee is crazy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for being. That's just it. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a little break. We come back. How do you solve it? Who remembers the song from The Sound of Music? How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you solve a problem like Kamala? Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. When I was a little girl, I don't know how old I was. Um, I was obsessed with the movie The Sound of Music, okay? And Mama bribed my brother and his little friends with cookies and ice cream if they would watch me perform <laughs> some songs. I didn't usually perform this one, but I know every word too. Do you are you familiar with sound of music? I've seen it once. <laughs> I'm getting I just, visuals. I'm just laughing at I was at, by the way, I'm absolutely the worst singer. My this is how much my brother liked ice cream and cookies, right? If he'd be willing to <laughs> watch me <laughs> watch me perform to hear me sing these songs. But who remembers how do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? So when I saw this article today about uh, Kamala Harris, I was thinking, how do you solve a problem like Kamala? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? Um, and it's and it's actually the song is because, I mean, how do you change Maria? How do you make her not be Maria? That's the problem they got with Kamala. You can't pick somebody who couldn't even in the Democrat roundup in the prime in, in the, the Didn't even last debate, the first round. Couldn't make it through the first round. What did you think that you were going to put her in D.C. and somehow she was going to be less sh- of a shrew? Somehow she was going to be likable? I mean, come on. What, I mean, it's, it's so what insane. What do they do, Andrea? So they, I don't know what they're going to do because the, they and they had a powwow, though. A bunch of, quote, Democrat. This is according to Breitbart. Um, uh, that former advisor to Bill and Hillary Clinton, Kiki McLean, was there. DNC officials Donna Brazil and others. Barack Obama's. I mean, anybody, all the big, great, quote, messaging minds of the the Bill Clinton administration, the Obama administration, 
um, all met together to try to figure out. Now, Kamala is what to, what to do about her. And Kamala, of course, is trying to act as though the problem is the media. And I quote, part of my frustration is the way that the system records rewards sound bites as opposed to depth and thought. Her laughing? Uh, yeah. You know, um, when, you know, it's a combination Lady, when you're asked, well, how come you haven't been to the border before? <laughs> I haven't been to Europe either. <laughs> I mean, you know, so, so what, what do you expect to record every interview and make sure everybody edits it out and in a way that makes you favorable? They can't do, they cannot make you not be you. Okay, that's the problem. And, I, and that's why they're trying to prop up Joe Biden. I think that they expected him to be gone by now. And now I think they want him to stay as long as possible. And now, yeah. And well, now what it's they a, but, could always do is have Kamala Harris step down for some personal reason and put somebody else in there. Uh, you know what? I don't know. And I don't know what happens at that point. That's, I don't either. I don't know. Uh, how that's the interesting. Works. Yeah, that's interesting to think about, because there is absolutely no way that she's going to take over and um, not be a complete disaster. They could they they could make the choice to say Biden's got to go. He's a disaster. And even if she can't get get reelected in 2024, at least we've got her in there. But but they can't do that going into the midterms because they'll get killed in the midterms of that. Even there's not enough election fraud right now that they can get away with to save in the midterms with her as president. It would be such a disaster. Well, that's why I thought about it. And I was actually thinking about that even before today. I'm like, what do they do? Like, what's what's the problem? And I I, you got to get somebody in there likable. So, again, I don't know the procedure. I think you have her step down and you put somebody else in there that's going to be able to do more of what you want to do. We're going to think about we're going to research that and see what the because they, they're not going to be able to make her likable. What they should have done if they were going to handpick somebody, if they had been smart and not so caught up in their own um, Marxist um, greed, which and greed and envy is the is the roots of cultural Marxism. They would have gone with that Gabby Douglas who destroyed her in, in the debates. But they didn't they didn't. But their plan was to install Kamala Harris, this communist in the, in in this president, she is the Manchurian candidate, right? And it's failing dismally. Um, speaking of candidates, I'm going to be introducing uh, interviewing Larry Elder Monday. I'm super excited. He's going to be down at the Republican Party uh, County Central Committee meeting this coming Monday, Town and Country, August 9th at 6 p.m. Uh, you're going to hear from also Mike Netter is the co-founder of the Recall. Uh, campaign so it's free but you do need to reserve your seat because this will sell out just like it did uh, when caitlin jenner was there so go to the answer san diego.com uh, to reserve your seat for that and do come and uh, get to see larry elder and i'm going to be talking to larry elder about the election fraud issue because we've got the greatest candidate that for is California. The issue. yeah uh, yeah nothing matters until election matters right and we can we can sit and talk about these masks. And, and in fact, we have to have election matters, a, 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 a election integrity. It's kind of like I was saying earlier. Yeah, I get the COVID-19 and these mandates and the jabs and all that is like p- what people want to talk about all day long. You know how we're going to end that? By by electing people, they're going to stop it. And if we don't have election integrity, then, you know, stop complaining about mask mandates and jabs because that's never going to stop. It's never going to end. Right. That's why nothing matters until elections matter. And that's why not to it's kind of funny. The golden opportunity for conservatives is Larry Elder. That's right. All right. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night, Friday night with Bob Walters, OurFreeNation.org, OurFreeNation.org. Get off of big tech. Go socialize, mobilize and organize freely. It's just 99 cents a month to be on the freedom train. Love you all. Peace out.